Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 130, Jump Street Podcast. How you doing, Billy? I'm doing good. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my phone. Yeah, the, put the volume the... up? It does it to me, too, sometimes. No, I put down the... I set everything up with the volume down, but sometimes there's, like, Technology. extra volume things. Like, I put, I put it, like, <laughs> turn the notifications off, turn the sound down, no thing, and then it sometimes it brings the sound out, but... <laughs> Welcome, episode 130. We have a very early episode today. If you're joining us in the United States, if you're joining us in Europe, this might be one of the first times you're watching us live. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're watching us live, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining. We have a very special guest on today, Frankie Morales. Um, we have only a limited amount of time with Frankie today, so I'm going to be brief with our intro. Uh, but please, if you don't already, please follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a Facebook, we have a YouTube, we have an iTunes. Um, and we have, you know, subscribe, follow, like, all the things. We also have a, uh, a Patreon. If you want to be a Patreon, you can be a Patreon for as little as $3 a month. We have tons of exclusive content. We have inside outs. Those are our trick tips. We have section reviews. We have access to exclusive content. And if you become a Patreon for as little as $3 a month, you are automatically entered into a random drawing every month that... Uh, we just randomly select someone who's a Patreon and they win something from our online store. That could be a shirt, a hat, uh, a mug, um, a tank top. And we just added some stuff to our online store. So check that out. Also, I'm going to be brief. If you're looking to, um, you know, get healthy this year, we got Jump Subs. Check out jumpsups.com, turmeric, uh, vitamins. We got krill oil. We got CBD oil. So check all that stuff out. I know we're kind of rushing through it right now, but. We don't have Frankie for that long, so I'm just being brief here. But um, before we get into Frankie, we just want to touch base and shout out our sponsor, Blank. So, oh, yeah. Blank, thank you for sponsoring this episode as usual. Everybody check out the new Sean Keen Pro Model Blank Skate that's out now. Available worldwide at your favorite skate shop. Now available in sizes 6. Oh, this is U.S. sizes 6 to 10.5 and, and 12 to 12.5. And so this re-release now has much more sizes if you were inclined before and you had a smaller or bigger foot. Your chance now is to get the Sean Keen Pro Model Blank Skate. Awesome skate. I've been riding it for a while. Super, super solid. Rollerblade quality. Sole plate designed by Kyle Sola. Got the stock 60mm hydrogen wheels, which I feel are some of the best wheels I've ever rode. Um, awesome big-ass shock absorber. Nice puffy liner. Awesome top quality skate. Everybody check out the Blank Sean Keen Pro Model Skate. Check them out on Instagram at Blank Rolling Products or go to, uh, go to BlankRollingProducts.com and check out more info about the skate on their website. Thank you, Blank, for sponsoring this episode. <clears throat> Man, I, I love one of my favorite descriptions was awesome big ass. Uh, what was it? Awesome big shock ass shock absorber. Yeah, it is. <laughs> awesome man. big ass shock absorber. It is, man. It's nice. a big green poofy shock absorber inside of it. So you got to nice. say that sometimes because people you know, need that for all yeah, the gappers absolutely. out there. But we absolutely. are short on time, so we're going to jump right into our guest. Everybody, please give it up for our special guest this evening. Mr. Frankie Morales. Let me get the applause going. What up? What up? <laughs> What's up, Frankie? What's good? What's good, guys? What up, Frankie? Thanks for joining us. I know you got a tight schedule right now. It's all good, man. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, Definitely, man. It's, uh, it's awesome to have you on. I know you're busy as hell. As you can see uh, behind you, you look to be at a skate shop. That's your skate shop with a skate park behind it. And we're going to get into all of that. We're going to talk about you with everything going on with God's the latest tour, everything that you got going on because you just never stopped to be seeming being busy and blading and you've been doing a part of the community for over 20 years documented. So 
before we get into anything like that, um, this is the first time we've had you on our show. It's 130 episodes later. We've been trying to get you on for a while. We, we finally got you. So oh, um, let's talk about let's talk about the beginning. You know, I want to know how you started. I mean, a lot of the OGs know uh, one of your first appearances on skates was like on the real world. You and your brother Larry skating off a of lawn wow. tramps with, with the real world Miami back in the day. A lot of people who were young kids might not even know what the real world is. It was like <laughs> the first <laughs> First reality TV show ever on MTV, but let's get into how you started and leading up to that. <laughs> wow, bro. You guys did your research. I, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, uh, I used to skate, like hold on to cars and stuff like that, like just for fun. I remember my grandma bought me like some like uh, street rollerblades. They were like uh, this place called Woodward's, kind of like a Walmart here in South Beach. And um, I uh, went to a skate shop. And I met Jason Hines, and he was pretty much like my mentor uh, as a little kid. And he took me to his house, and I remember having cameras and whatnot. I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. He was building a ramp. And then later on that day, I called my brother and my cousin. I'm like, yo, I saw this house that has cameras. We need to go there. We got to skate this ramp. So we went over there as little kids, and we kind of just, you know, caused a mess and got kicked out. And, uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much the real world. That's that's and they, oh actually they sponsored crazy they sponsored my first asa competition so because i was on the show for mtv they sponsored they paid for all the you know whatnot yeah you were sponsored by mtv know. yeah yeah oh well just for the skate just for the competition the asa that's still crazy though i never heard of that before i didn't know they even do that in uh, the first place what do you mean i didn't know that like mtv would sponsor an athlete of any kind to like do anything you know Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just paid for my stuff, and they gave me, uh, like, royalty and stuff like that. Yeah, like, at this point, you already, I think you already, like, Misty flipping off the ramp or 540 off the ramp. So at this point, you'd already, like, been skating for a while. Was, I mean, as as long as I know you, you're, like, one of the oldest, like, skating guys. I mean, the longest skating guys in Miami from, like, the early days, like you, Chris Padilla, like, a lot of these early guys. Was there anyone before you was there like a generation before you in miami or like was there anyone who put you on or showed you your first video like how did how did you get introduced to that because from what i know you're not from like a place where it's like a lot of uh skaters like running around like you're like in the city of miami and um i, I don't know if it's like a real skate friendly atmosphere especially in the 90s or if it's there are many skate parks around like you know it's like an earlier time in skating so how did you get introduced to it Bro, when I started skating, uh, I don't even think the Royale was invented. <laughs> uh, and I, I think, well, I got into it because, like I said, I, my grandma bought me skates. And then I went to the skate shop, which was Frisch's skate shop. And they had a couple of aggressive skates, but they had, like, the grindstones and the CV, CBS, CBS, uh, Soul Place. I don't remember. Uh, the CBS mm-hmm. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had those. Um, and I remember... I saw, I think it was Dead or Air, maybe. It was the one with Chris Edwards. You're doing like a grind on a rail and doing a front flip over a car and shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck is this? And ever since then, I kind of just, just did that. And you're speaking about uh, other skaters, I, I think. Shit, bro. Before Chris and Robert Arias and them. Um, oh, shit. Aaron Feinberg, bro. I met Aaron. Oh, yeah. When he was a fucking. Yeah, he was here, bro. I met Aaron when he was a little fucking grommet. And uh, we were actually at this parking lot. We used to fucking bomb this parking lot and shit. And I met him in the parking lot. It was raining. And he had, like, the door hinge 
as a sword, uh, as a soul plate. It was fucking dope. It was genius. What? Yeah, you know, like the door, like the the, the thing from the back of the door yeah. that opens and it closes. He used that as a soul plate, right? Um, and I remember him doing soul grinds on this little fucking curb. I was like, whoa, this is sick. And it was raining, and I'm like, oh, Joe, you're not scared of fucking messing up your bearings? He's like, nah, bro. Uh, you just hold on to a car, you'll be good. I'm like, fuck, oh, that's sick. <laughs> so I remember doing that, and I met him. And then, um, yeah, ever since then, I just kind of just been skating for fun, and it kind of just evolved during the years, uh, years I met, like, Alex and, uh, you know, everybody else. I went on tour with Chris for about two years with the uh, – Chris Edwards and uh, Chris Padilla, uh, Robert Arias, Adam Kilgore, a uh, whole bunch of other great people, you know, that I, that I still call my friends. Yeah, um, it, it's it's funny you mentioned a couple of things. One, um, I think a lot of people don't know that Aaron and, and Alex Brasco, both both originally from Florida. Yeah. So that's funny yeah. to hear you met them in their early days, especially to the point when Aaron was skating with a door hinge on his skate right. as a soul plate. Yeah, that's wild. Right. That's I, I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, that's funny. So imagine <laughs> running into like back in the day, like you, Frankie, and little Aaron Feinberg, like in a parking lot skating together. That's just so random, you know. That's yeah, wild. yeah, it was super random. But um, detour. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was going to ask you about that as well. Um, you know, you and Chris Edwards, and he just recently was on your latest tour. He's been like around. Oh, yeah. And with you for like a long time and had like a long relationship from like all the way back in detour in 1998. I know he was like taking you on. I know uh, Bashi went on that tour. A bunch of different people hopped on that tour at different points. But it seemed to be like this like long lasting, never ending tour of just pushing skating. So what was that like um, going on that first tour? At, you must have been a teenager back then with Chris and like meeting Chris and developing that relationship back in the early days. Um, man, that was a movie, bro. Especially for back then, like meeting Chris, he was like, you know, he was Chris Edwards. He had like the Daytonas, the chocolates, all these freaking dope ass skates, and he was in movies and whatnot. So like going on tour with them was crazy. In fact, uh, you know, I was a I was young and like you said, I was probably like actually fourteen, maybe fourteen, fifteen. And so my mom had to sign legal guardian to Chris. <laughs> he was my legal guardian for two years two years she trusted him you know we talked i told her that was my dream and she, you know my mom's cuban and she's like man, go get it you know <laughs> so yeah. uh yeah we you know we made it happen um traveled all over the united states that's that's how pretty much i got good in skate parks bro i used to say oh i could do this i could do that i, didn't, I couldn't do shit i was just hungry for shit i just try shit and happen to land it <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I think I actually I, I don't know if I met you fish in a through detour or or maybe before that but I remember at some point I even went to New York um and, and we chilled at Chelsea Park or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was that. Chelsea. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I was with uh you were Mike, uh Murdo was there, shit. Mm -hmm. Uh that shit was crazy, bro. That shit was fucking fun as hell. But yeah, yeah. Man, that's 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 how that's how it happened with the detour. And I remember I did that one year, and then I did it for the second year, and then now Chris just came on this new tour, which is fucking surreal, having him driving the RV, just nostalgia all over again, you know. But just doing it now when we're older, and we could actually do other stuff, you know, and just kind of appreciate stuff now that you know we're we're here now. Yeah, it, it, it's so wild to to see uh, 25 years after the fact of Big Detour <laughs> that he's on tour again with you guys. Like, I got to say, that was really cool to see. Um, it's 
amazing to me that uh, he was your legal guardian for two years. That's really incredible. But I, can, I, I would imagine your mom saw like your talent, especially at that age. And I think everyone who saw you coming out at that age and saw like a lot of the X game stuff and the potential in rollerblading was like, okay, there's something, there's something really here. Um, I feel like you had a lot of the taste in those early days too, from like the nineties moments in blading where there was like bigger eyes on blading and like maybe some X game stuff. Did did you have any of those early experiences? Yeah. Yeah, man. First off, shout out to Chris, man. I love you, man. Uh, uh, Yeah, man. He's been killing it too. Uh, What else I going to say? Yeah, man. Fucking I did, bro. I, I got to experience a little bit of it. Like when it was getting kind of serious, and like I think Aaron was sponsored by like Gap and Levi's, which was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was more money into it. I think I got third place in the last X Games. I qualified through first the whole thing, and then I got third place, and that was the last X Games in uh in Philly, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it was, bro. Imagine, imagine to now to the you know now it's more like core. And, you know, now we, we see who really loves it and shit like that. But I got to experience just a little bit of it. You know, the X Trials. I think they had Gravity Games. I don't even remember Gravity Games. They had that. I was fucking dope. And every competition yeah. was like $10,000 for first place. Like, before you went to the X Games, like 50000 60000 I don't remember. Do, do you, like, miss that shit now? Because you said you had a little taste of all those massive mainstream commercial competitions like X Games, Gravity Games, stuff like that. And then now it's... 25 years later, whatever, and now you have your own contest, the Frank Morales Invitational, there's like Blading Cup, Winter mm. Clash, stuff like that. Does it, do you like it better now the way it is? Do you miss like the X Games type of, type of vibe? Like, what do you feel? I mean, I just missed the, like how it was like a little more professional, I guess. You know, you had like the, the more bigger endorsements and like you had like the masseuse in the street course and like the, the separation, you know what I mean? Like you can't go there. And I think as a little kid, uh, and you're trying to get into anything, you kind of look, you, you love that, you know, you like, you want to get into, into anything like that, right? It kind of builds shit, you know, like right now, if I was like a mom, maybe I wouldn't want my son to rollerblade or anything like that, because there's not like a, a secure future for it. So maybe, I, you know, that kind of stuff I kind of miss, but I really like the way it's core now. I love throwing the competitions. I like giving back to the you know community, and I like uh, just you know supporting to like where basically any new person that wants to skate still sees that there's a, a chance of doing something, not just having fun. Mm. Definitely. Um, Yo, Chris you know, I, just I, I, walked by right now. That's funny as fuck. No, <laughs> did he? Yeah, he, he's outside. I was like, yeah. Oh, we got, we got, you we doing the show get him now? popping to say hi. I know, I was about to say, later on, because we got other stuff to handle and take care of. Uh, um, well, w- w- what I was going to say is really quick. Um, so, yeah, you, you, uh, you've, you've had a lot of those experiences from being a pro, being a pro in, like, the golden era, and then becoming, like, your own company owner, running your own company, um, mm-hmm. running the skate shop, doing these tours and, and taking the other end of it. Um, I want to get into all that. But first, I also noticed Austin and I were talking before the show, like you've had a lot of, uh, you know, brush-ins and, and interactions with people like who are pretty well-known and famous and got them to engage with, not only meet them, but engage in like who you are as a rollerblader. I remember when, you know, seeing you do Alita, you were like 
Michelle Rodriguez was like, oh, shout out my boy Frankie. He got me a pair of skates. And, you know, we saw you with Kylie Jenner um, with your skates on and, and trying those skates on. And like, h- how did these things, h- how did those doors open? And, and what were those experiences like? Because that seems like, you know, experience not many rollerbladers get to get to have. Sheesh. Uh, I mean, the experience was amazing. Uh, meeting, uh, let's say, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. She was fucking dope. I actually seen her in the plane when we were doing uh, Alita Battle Angel. I was going to Texas, and she was in first class. I think Dave Lang was like, yo, that's Michelle Rodriguez. I'm like, no, fuck, no way. And, <laughs> and then she got off the plane, and I knew she was there for the movie, but, you know, I didn't want to say, hey, I'm here for this movie. Are you here for that movie, too? I was just kind of like, yo, what's up, Michelle? My name's Frankie. I'm a big fan. Can I take a picture of you? She was like, fuck yeah. Took a picture. And then the next day on set, I see her. I'm like, yes, she's in the movie, right? So, like, I skate by and shit. And she's like, what the fuck? No way, right? And I'm like, yo, what's good, man? I didn't want, she's like, why didn't you tell me? I was like, oh, I didn't want to be like, yo, I'm in this movie. And she was like, oh, I respect that. She's like, wait, you skate? I'm like, yeah, I skate. She's like, I used to skate. I'm like, no, you didn't. She's like, yeah, I used to have K2 fatties. And I used to what? Mizu's. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, you did no not. No way. Mizu. What? Yeah, she, I wouldn't expect yeah. that at all. No, hell no, right? I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about right now, bro? I just, I, fucking Resident Evil and all these other movies. You're not doing no Mizu's. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's talking about Mizu's. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, you're not doing that. Stop playing. And I was like, all right, work. So I was like, put on my skates. And she put on my skates. She, she rose and shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, she can skate. Oh, so shit. I was like, yo, I got some. Yeah, I was like, I got some skates for you. And uh, I gave her some skates. Uh, she invited me to her crib in, uh, where did she live? In uh, Venice Beach. Uh, shout out to Michelle, man. And I gave her a package and shit. She's fucking dope as hell. Me and her, uh, and then uh, who was Kylie? I met her through Tiger. Yeah, Tiger because of one of the homies. Oh, you know, uh, Brazil. So Brazil mm-hmm. did videos with Tiger and whatnot. And I guess he told Brazil somebody like, yo, I want some skates to shut it down. Like, I want to look like that nigga. I want, I want to have them on and people be like, yo, this shit's hard. And Brazil was like, yo, I got my homie Frankie. He has some Jordan-looking type skates. So I get a call from uh, from Jesse, Jesse, yeah, his producer. And then uh, he's like, yo, Tiger wants some skates. I'm like, who? He's like, Tiger. And then he gets on the phone. He's like, yo, what's up? I'm like, no, it's not, bro. He's like, yeah, man, I want some skates, bro. I'm like, oh, shit, say no, say no more. I got you. So I sent him some skates. <laughs> and then uh, and then like a week later, I get another call from the producer. He's like, yo, you're never going to believe this, bro, but Kylie wants your skates. I'm like, Kylie? Who the hell's Kylie? I didn't even know. Who, I, yo, I didn't know who Kylie was, bro. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Kylie, who the hell is Kylie? He's like, yo, Kylie Jenner, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I like look it up and I'm like, holy shit. So I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, for sure. He's like, yo, but she wants you to give it to her in person. It's her birthday tomorrow. Why don't you slide through her birthday party? I'm like, what? what? So I go over there uh, with uh, Eric um, and then we go whatever that night and then I see her or whatever. And I'm like, yo, nice to meet you. Here's some skates. I put on some light up wheels and shit. It's Excuse me. She was like, oh, these are fire. And then I'm like, just whatever, letting her do her thing. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, kind of, you think I can take a picture with you? She's like, yeah, for sure. Took a picture with her. And I'm like, think I can take a picture with you in the stage? She's like, oh, I already did that. I put that on the gram. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't. And then everybody's texting me, yo, Cardi, did I just stay far? I'm like, no fucking way. So then I tell her, I'm like, yo, Cardi, can you tag me? She's like, yeah, I can tag you. She tagged me. And then the producer hits me up like, 
couple hours, he's like, yo, Frank, man, you should change your name. It was, it was Kid Boy I Kid back then. Like, yo, you should change your name to uh, Frank Morales. Who the fuck is Kid Boy I Kid? I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. Mm-hmm. So as I changed the name, I thought it would automatically change her shit, right? Like, it'll change her tag, but it didn't. And uh, and as soon as I realized that, like, I was getting mad followers. I was like, 20,000, 30,000. I'm like, oh, shit. Damn. And then uh, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, I'm going to change it or whatever. And, uh, and I changed it. And I noticed it didn't change it on her end. I'm like, fuck me. So when I went to go do get back my old name, somebody retook it. So, <laughs> yeah, so just so, like that. So just like that, bro. Someone took it. I'm like, oh my fucking god, there it goes. There's there's my chance of, of, of doing anything like putting rollerblading on the map, right? Um, and then I was like, fuck, okay. So then I asked the dude, I'm like, because I'm not cool with Kylie or anything like that. So I was like, yo, Kylie. I mean, I was like, yo, Jess, can you tell Kylie? To change my, you know, her name again. He's like, ah, oh, man, she's gonna fucking just take it off if you do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, whatever, leave it at that. Um, which is funny, bro. Fucking her sister, you'll see that pretty soon. But her sister and they, they hit me up recently. They want to skate, so uh, shout out to Kendall. <laughs> They'll have some skates soon. And uh, oh shit, getting them all on skates. Yeah, 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 I'm getting them all on skates. They all want some skates, man. And surprisingly, <laughs> Chris Brown, uh, Justin Bieber. Uh, all the motherfuckers skates, bro. All of them. They all meet up and skate. They all like quad skate and rollerblade. They all, you know, do the little thing. Damn, yo. Stop. Justin got... Bieber? Yeah, bro. Did you did yeah. you get him on some gods? <laughs> nah, but my friend Josh Goodwin, really good friend. He was a rollerblader. Uh, he's Justin Bieber's uh, producer and engineer. So the link is right there. I just got to talk to my boy. And if he's interested, I'll give him whatever he needs. You dig? <laughs> yo, it's so sick that like, I mean... It's pretty obvious though, like the way your skate looks, like the skate itself looks, like matters a lot, like because when you dig yeah. gods, it connected with pop culture, where they look like Jordans, you know. So many people can relate to it, and that's awesome yeah, that yeah. it opens doors like that. Like Kylie was like, "Oh, these skates look fucking sick. I want to try a pair," you know. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, you're, you're at her birthday party, and it's funny that you mentioned like you didn't know who she was at the time. I just, I know it wasn't like this, but I just picture <laughs> you meeting Kylie, and Kylie's like, "Oh shit, Frankie Morales, what up?" And you're like, "Who are you?" <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, bro, I didn't have, I have no idea who she was. Even uh, when they told me, I was like, what the fuck, I was just looking. I just saw a whole bunch of followers and shit, and I, I saw that her sister was Kim, and I'm like, why do they have different last names? You know, I was confused. But yeah, man, they're super dope, bro. They're super, super, super dope, and, you know, they fucking support rollerblading in, in some form, you know, shape or form. So let's see what happens with that. That's awesome. They just got to get out there more, like how Kylie posted that picture on Instagram. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the, the skating, the skate style comes along with your actual skating style, which is like something that you're hugely known for. You, no one in the world has style like you. And we had Sagona on the show recently, and he also is one of those people too, like style master. You know, no one skates like Dominic. And I asked him about just what he, what his like theory on style is. If he had a theory, like how much it plays into his skating. So I'm curious what you have to say about that. Also, like how important is style yeah. to your skating? Um, how much do you think it matters to what makes a great skater? I mean, for me, style is a lot, you know, like I, I try to like, uh, express myself, uh, in, in my skating when I do anything, even like a soul grind or Royale, I try to make it, I'm not even try anymore, but before to try to make it look as good as possible. Um, and now it's kind of more natural. But I think, you know, I think everybody has, like, their own unique style. Even when people have sloppy style, 
it could be like cool you know what i mean like it could be like their own style so it's kind of hard to judge like style nowadays um but yeah i think it's important to have fucking style especially like back in the days we were taught like and you know especially with the judging and shit like you got again style points and those are like a lot you had to you know you could see kelso's and everybody from back in those era they fucking you know they swagged their shit out a lot um so yeah yeah i think it's important <laughs> did you ever have to like did you ever have to work on that i feel like style is more of like a natural thing you know but some people don't some people just like focus on it for a little bit as they started skating and then it became natural afterwards it looks like it's all natural to you but i'm like have you ever worked on it or it's just like that's the way you are bro yeah i worked on it uh oh, did you <laughs> no no i had to i had to bro if you look at back like on my old skating i used to squat a lot a lot a lot you know i thought the sags and i used to show my boxers and then at, at some point i was talking about this with my homie I don't know if you guys ever had this fucking shit. I used to have this T-Rex syndrome. I used to call it that shit. And I used to go up to rails. And I, when I used to concentrate, I used to go up to creep up to it like this. <laughs> right? I creep up to the rail like like if I'm like if I'm like creeping up, like if I'm quiet or some shit, I'm going to land the goddamn trick. It was fucking weird. And then when I did top asses, I kind of still do it sometimes. You like, you like, your feet do this thing, so your hands do this like. Yes. Yeah, like this shit right here. <laughs> your, your hands move, your hands move with like the trick. It's like you do a soul grind, your hands like this. You do an acid, your hands right, do this. Right. <laughs> they do fun, that shit, it's bro. It's the funniest right? shit. It's the funniest shit. happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, so you, you learn throughout the years how to kind of like, like hide it, you know, like kind of like just put yeah. it to the side a little bit, you know, <laughs> and shit like that. And it looks cool, you know. Yo, it's crazy. After three years and 130 episodes, that's the first time somebody mentioned that on the show. And it's so fucking true. Like, I've talked about that with so many people that your hands do that. It's so mm. weird that it's a, a thing with everybody or most people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see it a lot with beginners when they start grinding. You're like, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're yeah. concentrating more and your yeah. hands just like do what your feet do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So funny. <laughs> Man, that, 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 that is really funny. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny to talk about style and get into those things. And, and I agree. I think like different styles, clean or not, they just like, if they suit a person's personality, then it, it's good, you know? It works, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to touch on something you were talking about just before when we were talking about uh, Kylie and, the, and these things and be like, oh, I, like, I guess because I changed my name, um, I missed an opportunity to put on rollerblading. Um, it feels like, like you've been like a man on a mission for a while. I, I, I feel like that's that's gone along with not only your pro skating and, and your competition skating and street skating, but now transition into being an ambassador and, and a company owner. Um, could you care to grow on like that mission or what you what you see, like what you would like out of blading? Because, like I said, you seem like you're someone who's very um, committed and and with a vision and a mission. So um, just wondering what your thoughts are there. I mean, I just want, like any other old school skater, I just want skating to get the respect it deserves, you know? Like, we, uh, we've we been skating for a long time, and, like, skating has evolved. It has a lot, it had a lot of time to evolve. And I think, like, yeah, bro, I've been on a mission to fucking get this shit mainstream, you know? Why not, you know? I feel like, oh, sell out, fuck all that, bro. I'm trying to make this shit mainstream so people can fucking do this shit and have a fucking career. You know, and then have a fucking uh, a retirement plan and fucking be able to provide for their families and not worry about fucking if they get hurt, then that's it. What the fuck are they going to do? You know, so like I've been trying to do that. I think uh, the right people, you know, if they get behind it, 
and you know you do like some something for the culture and just you know just go hard because you know skating can only do so much you know we already been fucking skating hard we've been you know uh skating amazing like the, the, the level of skating if you go backwards some may say you know that people have been skating harder back in the days and now you know now it's like a little more technical and people are thinking about more longevity as they should but you know man like yeah i'm on a fucking mission bro i'm trying to make this shit happen you know and i feel like skateboarding and other sports you know they already did that they found that and i think it's our turn bro i think it, we're around the corner and i got some shit bro i got some shit that i've been working on i can't talk about right now i'm gonna drop some easter eggs but like i got some shit some shit that's about to change the shit you know like i've been fucking working on something for like three years with my homie uh if i say the name you probably kind of figure it out uh <laughs> But I've been mm-hmm. working on some shit, bro. I've been working on some fucking, some amazing shit, bro. I put my fucking blood, sweat, and tears into that motherfucker, you know? So let's see what happens. Man, I, first of all, I, I I can't wait to see what you got going on because it seems like, like we've been talking about before, it's like you always got something going on and you're always surprising the community. Like, you know, you show that picture, Kylie Jenner, you, you in Alita, you're Misty flipping in the movie. And it's like little by little, you're breaking these boundaries that are like getting more eyes on blading. And you've been doing that for a long time. I really like your answer because I feel like uh, when you ask that question to some pro skaters, they, they keep a low expectation and they, and they dance around the mainstream thing, but you're just like, no, I want to make it mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, that's, that's part of what motivates me to at least get it to that point where it gets more eyes and people can get careers and jobs. Yeah. Uh, um, and I, and I know we're all waiting to, to see what, what else you got coming on, because like I said, it's always something with you. Do you feel a, a different responsibility now as, as a company owner and uh, to like, kind of encourage the youth or, or, or like what, what's, how are you feeling about uh, your responsibility now changing from a pro skater to now a pro skater and company owner and ambassador? Man. Yeah. Uh, definitely more responsibilities. You know, you got to take care of it. It's like, like having kids, <laughs> you know, you got to take care of the family, you know, you got to make sure, you know, they can eat and uh, they have a future and not just wasting their time. Um, and hopefully you can grow that company uh, to with their help, you know, so, yeah, man, uh, yeah, a lot more responsibility. And as you get older, and you evolve as a, you know, as a, as the person, you know, that happens naturally. So, <laughs> Chris, uh, but yeah, man, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I got Chris there. Chris was saying, "What up?" Yeah, Chris, my other homie, doing the little, <laughs> like watching me. But I, I feel like, it, like Billy kind of said, everyone has like their own kind of answer to that question. And yours is like, boom, straight up to mainstream, straight up to mainstream. And like, I feel like you are one of the guys who can get it up through the mainstream. Like, it's it's about connects at that point, you know. And you clearly know yeah. like all these random people somehow. So, if there is anybody going to do that, you're probably the one to do that. So. Yeah, man. I thanks, bro. I had to. I had. I don't know if you know. I had a studio in L.A. for. Uh... When I was now I'm in Florida, but when I was in LA before the COVID hit, I had a studio for like three years, maybe four, yeah, four years, uh, in the art district. So I got lucky and I met a whole bunch of influencers. I, uh, I met Sam Pepper, the whole Face Clan. Um, shit, I can go on for days and days, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, I got connected, and I'm gonna use those connects, bro. And I just been kind of waiting, holding off until this project that I've been working on for a couple of years, and then. 
going to connect those dots and we're going to make it happen, bro, because it is important to go mainstream, you know, uh, fish, you know, you're there from, from, you got a little taste of it too, you know, you saw it, you know, fucking, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's important, bro, it's fucking, you know, we could only skate for fun for so long, you know, until shit hit the fan, you have to get a real job, that's what happened to all our icons, you know, like, we don't mm -hmm. have, we, we had, like, all, like, everything skateboarding or other industries had, but unfortunately, Aaron Feinberg, Dustin Latimer, you know, fuck it, I, can, I can't even think, Luis Amora, fucking Brian Aragon, Brian Shima, Chris Haffey, you know, those motherfuckers, like, still good, still doing their thing, but they can't skate for fun anymore, you know, so they had to get their resources from other places, and I, I've been lucky that I got, that I played my cards right and I could still skate. But other people are not that lucky, and they fucking and they have to get real jobs, and it's unfortunate, you know, because I think they put in so much time and so much fucking, you know, love into the sport where they should get paid, you know, and they should just have they should just be able to chill and do what they love, and have everybody else be like, yo, I can't wait, so I could I could do that one day, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. I I feel like that's so true, and. Um, I, I feel the same way, like with a lot of those people in skating where <clears throat> they should just be taken care of or they should just have been a home for them. Um, you know, you, you're starting to see that possibility emerge of people like you. And I got to say, man, just like as, as a friend and as a fan, like it's like it's really inspiring to see like your spirit not be broken and you continue to stay relentless after all these years of ups and downs that are for sure a part of being like pro skater through like the nineties and the two thousands and dealing with everything, even on the back end of the industry, it could be very frustrating and disappointing at times, but I just love to see like the, the belief in yourself. As long as I've like known you, it's like the same goes for like Julian and like Montre. It's just like such a positivity yeah. in their spirit and such a strong belief that you see past like all the BS. So um, I just got to commend you on that. And um, yeah, I, I, agree, I agree, man. Like it's, it's hard to see some of those guys who we really looked up to who worked their ass off, like not be where they should be. But, you know, hopefully um, we, we make a turnaround. So and, and we could bring it back in at some point. That's that, that's how that's how I see it. And that's my ultimate hope. Yeah. But yeah. I, Bro, I also, yeah, man, I got to go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I got you. It's your show. <laughs> no 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 i was just gonna say uh yeah you're just saying that what something about believing in in yourself and stuff like that i gotta give a shout out to matthias bro because uh and shout out to garrett too uh the matthias i want to give you a shout out bro because uh he fucking he believed in me when a lot of people didn't and uh i told him one thing i told him something little wayne said one thing hey, i told him like yo you already i already believe in myself i already not to sound cocky, I already believe that I'm the shit, right? I, I feel like I'm fucking that, that dude. And I told him just like this. I, I was like, if, if you believe in me, then I'm a, that shit's going to become a reality. It's just going to become stronger, right? And he's like, he's like, bro, all right. You know what I mean? And he gave me a chance that fucking, you know, a lot of people don't get and and, and let me provide for my family and, and you know, and let me fucking skate for you for for the community and for for anybody else that likes seeing my skating you know because like i said bro without fucking security you can't skate bro you know mm -hmm. so shout out to matias bro you know opening doors for for pro rollerbladers and making sure they're they, they can have a fucking retirement plan and they could you know uh 
bow and leave the game, you know, gracefully, not fucking be like, oh, man, why I do this shit for? Yeah, that's true. I, I was yeah. going to ask something else, go on to another topic. But since you mentioned that and Matias and, you know, him believing in you, I feel like maybe we should talk a little bit about your company, Gods, and how that came about. Because Matias from USD, who you were speaking about, you know, uh, backs you in the Gods brand. And was that you came to Matias, obviously, you just said, but like, was the vision of like the Jordan style skate always something that you had in mind? Like, was that something growing up as a kid you always wanted to do when you finally got to make it a reality? Was it inspired from like, I don't know, skating for REMS for many years beforehand, like the soft food kind of skate. Like, was it all these different factors? Where did that come from? Where did the inspiration for, for gods like that come from? Well, I always liked Jordan. That's all like, well, now I just wear Crocs, but before I just wore Jordans. And um, I don't know if you remember my first RB skates. They were like uh, Air Force ones. Yeah, I the did, black like, a little re Yeah, the black joints. Yeah. Little thing. <laughs> so I did those, and I remember, I'm like, damn, man, the shoe thing. Everybody liked this whole shoe thing. And like I said, I always try to be, uh, make role in Main Street. So I'm like, how can I, how can somebody relate that doesn't skate and be like, how the fuck, those are fucking fire. So I'll, every time I wear my Jordans, every time they'd be like, I, oh, those are sick. Those are sick. Those are sick. I'm like, damn, what if you did this with fucking skates? So I remember telling Matias, I'm like, yo, we should do this skate. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how people want to think. And we did it and it fucking went crazy. Um... But yeah, fuck it. No, it's closed. Sorry. Uh, People trying to shop. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, dude. Uh, but yeah, man. Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. Well, you were just talking about how people can relate to the main to Jordans when they see you, like, oh, you know, it's sick that you have a, a Jordan skate now. Um, just to relate to other people, I guess. Is that like was that your main goal with God? Just to relate to. <laughs> people outside of skating yeah yeah that and they're my favorite shoes the ones that i did which was the boardox um but yeah that's what i wanted i wanted that when people say oh those jordans you know i wanted that and i got that off of those uh which was fucking great um that was the i think that was before gods i'm sorry that was when i did the usds because remember i did the jordans for usd first i i did oh, the yeah, right. uh, yeah. Yeah, I did, I did the 11s, which was the one that Kylie Jenner had. And then I did the Bordox and some other ones. And then I actually did the 12s, which are those right there in black and red, the first God Skate. Um, and true story, bro, the only reason I did that is because at that point, USD was kind of like, well, be, let me rewind it. Let me rewind it. Uh, you asked me not, you asked me about gods and how that started. Uh I moved to California after the whole REMS thing, and I was skating a lot with Eric. We, I don't know if you guys remember, we did a whole bunch of fucking videos. Shout out to my nigga E-Rob, by the way. You were probably not we edits every whole, week. <laughs> every much. fucking week, bro. Every week. Hey, yo, but you know what happened, bro? I don't know if you know this shit, bro. I fucking got, I had a hernia, right? I had a fucking hernia, and then it was just healing, so I didn't skate for like six months. And I remember and Andy and Andy Wagner. He told me, "Yo, come through." That's when they had the the big razor house. He's like, "Come through." I heard you're healing up. I skated for ground control, and he's like, "We got this house, plaza, plaza, whatever." I went over there. I had like a week of healing. Julian was there. Everybody was there. Uh, Brian, Murda, and I was like, "Okay, let's go, fucking, let's do it, bro. We're working out and shit. We're about to go skating in a week. I'm fucking hyped." 
Aragon, everyone tells me, yo, you should fucking move into the house, bro. You should move into the house. I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Why not? So I grab all my shit from Miami <laughs> and I <laughs> ship it to the fucking, yeah, bro, I'm crazy. I ship it all the way to Caddy and uh, I'm hyped or whatever. And then we, we're working out the next day and Julian, I don't know if you know, medicine ball's kind of heavy. So I'm doing these sit-ups where he throws it at me. And then I, I when I was coming down, he was supposed to throw it at me when I was coming up. And he threw it to me late or early. And it hit my hernia repair. Right? So the fucking medicine ball hits my hernia repair. And I get a hematoma. Like, right away. Fucking oh, swells up. I'm like, fuck. So then I go rush to the hospital. Uh, long story short, bro, I'm fucked now. Now that shit fucking set me back, like, probably like two or three more months that I can't skate now. Right, because I have oh, to drain no. myself. Yeah, so I'm all fucked. And uh, I remember, bro, i never forget this shit. Nigga Andy fucking kicked me out the motherfucking house, bro. Kicked me out the house because I couldn't skate, bro. Because, like, after everything. And, and it was supposed to be Brian's house and these people's house, but they kicked me out the house because I could not skate. That's when I realized, I'm like, yo, this shit is lame as fuck. Like, like how the fuck? I've been busting my ass for years, bro, like, now that I'm actually hurt, you can't house me for a fucking couple months when you just flew me here. Now that like I'm not worth anything, that's what you're gonna do. Cool. My nigga Rashar is like, yo, I'm in Long Beach, come through. I went to Rashar's house and I stayed at Rashar's for fucking probably like six months, bro. It took like six months to fucking to to recuperate. And I was there fucking chilling and shit and I got better. That's when I fucking hit up Matias and I told him, I'm like, because the whole Rams thing was going out of business or something happened. I couldn't skate. They couldn't pay me. And uh, you know what happens, bro. When you can't, you know, it makes sense. When you can't skate, they can't generate that money that you were generating. So they can't give you that money anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So so I, I understood. So I told me and Matias talked and I told him, yo, bro, like the same shit I told you. You believe in me. I'm going to do this shit. And that's when I fucking try to flood the game. And as soon as, as, soon as I healed up, me and fucking Eric just ran it up. We're like, yo, I'm going to show you motherfuckers that I, like, I fucking skate every day if I could. So I skated, and 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 I fucking skated until it fucking, you know, you saw all those fucking edits. Um, so then then I, I told Matias, I'm like, yo, I want to start a company. And uh, me and Eric were going through names and shit. And the first name we came up with was Junkie. And it was supposed to be like... Uh, adrenaline junkie like uh like you know whatever junkie that you did right and that kind of thing but they didn't like it because they were like oh it's gonna be it sounds like a druggy and like shit like that i'm like that's the mm-hmm. point right but we're trying to make it cool <laughs> but it's not yeah. a, but, it's, but it's not about drugs they couldn't see the vision and i remember the the, the word gauze was there i can't remember why we said it but that was one of them and they were okay with it i was okay with it we were okay with it and that's kind of how that started and then uh, that's when we had Dave and uh, the newer people, or the first people on the team back then. Mm. But yeah, that's kind of like a little back end story, man. Shout out to my nigga Eric, bro. We fucking grinded like a motherfucker. Shout out to Richard too, bro. Just let me stay in his house, <laughs> like if I fucking like if I was his brother and shit. Nah, those those guys are really good guys, uh, Eric and 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 uh, Richard. Shout out to them. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer that that happened. Um, with Andy, you know, injuries are a big part of skating and, yeah. uh, you know, you got to know that's a part of it. It's a shame that that happened, but it was good that you had friends there to, to look out for you. And, and like you said, Matias, huge shout out to Matias. Like I just see him really in doing his best to invest in like 
the future of rollerblading through, um, you know, old OG pro skaters who put in their time and their work and who have shown they're willing to make an effort to work. So he's a great believer and I'm a big, uh, I'm very grateful for him as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now that (laughs) I didn't even realize that at first, but Billy, you got Mesmer and Frankie, you got gods. Yeah, man, he he's trying to do his thing, man. I feel like sometimes Matias, bro, that he scares me sometimes because he says something. <laughs> I'm like, like if he's gonna like like go, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, Matias, you all right, bro? Because he's like, I just want to make sure you guys are straight, you know what I mean? Because one day I'm not gonna be here, you know. I don't want to make sure you guys are okay, you know. I'm like, oh shit, hold up. <laughs> nah, he does, he does, he does say that. He said, you know, he's he's he's, he's like, I just want to make sure blading is good. If I decide right. to retire, I want to make sure you guys are good because he's such a big part of what keeps rollerblading alive. I don't think people really. Yeah realize that mm-hmm. that yeah. um that if he decides to retire which he can do at any time because he's been very successful yeah. that um yeah. it's it would have a huge impact on on the rollerblading community so it's it's kind of like he's trying to kind of groom us a little bit or yeah. like raise us to kind of like take care of the the other jobs and teach us the way so um huge shout out and I, I, you know, I, I love that. Like he's doing something with you and I love that. He's doing something with me too. That's great. Like, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just like sure. that keep keeping the guys up. Yeah. So, um, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to, uh, Joe Navron too, man. I can't, I can't, I, I gotta talk about Joe, man. Fucking Joe. Without Joe, I wouldn't even be Frankie Morales, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. We were going to mention F O R two. We want, let's, let's talk about like you getting down with like the big, like I was just about to ask that. So let's, let's get into how you met Joe F O R two. FP, the whole gang, all that. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Joe hits me up. I think I just did like a little, I did the, the diversity tour. So right after that, like my name is kind of ringing little bells and shit. So he hits me up. He's like, yo, I want to fly you to California. I've never been to California. So I get flown to California. Mind you, I skated a lot of park. I wasn't even like that good at street. I, uh, <laughs> oh shit, Richard picked me up. First time meeting Richard, he picked me up. He had fucking blonde hair. Guy had you know black guy with blonde <laughs> hair, you know. And, and Rashad, Rashad, Rashad is funny because that was the man. I'm from Miami, so black people out here in Miami talk like southern and be like, "What hand it?" You know, they they talk real like you could tell. You know, we color right, but but when I remember Rashad, he was like a white guy, right? Like he was like, "What's up, dude?" You know, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I was just thrown back, right? He was with uh, Alex Miranda uh, back then, and Alex was fucking strange back then too, right? He fucking, he just he had his little, uh, fucking, he was a dope ass kid. I remember seeing him videos and shit too. I was like, fuck, bro, I'm meeting the motherfucker, right? I didn't know Rashard at all, right? I just thought this guy was just driving me. And then I go to the, to Joe's house. When I get to Joe's house, first thing Joe's is like, what's up? This is blah, blah. I see Josh and whatever. I met Josh a couple more times because he, you know, Josh Petty's from Florida. Um, I, I go to the first thing, uh, Joe shows me is the edit and it's fucking Richard's edit, FOR. You know, it was like halfway done, right? Mind you, I ain't never seen shit like this, right? Big ass motherfucker just jumping on true fucking asses and true fish spring both ways and shit like that. I was like, what the fuck is going on, bro? I'm like, this motherfucker did not just bring me all the way over here to skate anything like this motherfucker because I cannot skate like that. I skate ramps, you know? Hmm. So he kind of forced me to do everything, bro. He like took me to spots and I kind of just did like, just kind of improvised and did shit and like evolved as I was skating, bro. So it was fucking sick as fuck. And then I met, like I said, Josh, uh, Shima and kind of saw how they did things, Dustin and like kind of like just like watched them and like, you know, studied them a little bit. Like, okay, that's how they do it. This is how they, 
they kind of just skate street. They do the little thing and sit back and whatnot. Because, you know, being from the South, we just go and throw our bodies and do whatever the fuck we can and then pray for the best. And if it happens, it happens. If not, you know, you get fucked up and then, you know, you're out for the count. But, you know, you got flown out there. I was like, fuck, I got to fucking, you know, make sure I don't get hurt so I could kind of get my little edit. This motherfucker's skating like a beast, right? That was just one of the edits that I seen. Mind you, Dominus are going to fucking, Jesus Christ. It was, it was a lot to fucking take in. So, like, they kind of forced me to just keep up with them, bro. It was fucking dope, though, because I skated, like, the best shit I ever skated in my life, especially for back then. Being from Miami, there's no fucking hills. Everything you have to do is jump a fence. This shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah man I, I like first of all like wow like that era and that crew was just something special uh in the era yeah. of rollerblading and then yeah like yeah, your part in that video was just so yeah that's i think that's like you you'd been around for a while like you were like one of the actually the first people i'd seen like 450 royale a rail like at, when you came to john bound like a long time ago yeah. in new york yeah, yeah. And, like a lot of this early stuff, like you were like ahead of so many people. So Alan both ways, like really deep in the style, like landing really squat. But I feel like in that video, like you really arrived. You know what I mean? There was like everything was such a high level. And like people who may not have known you was like, it was just like really high level and amazing. Um, I guess like you said, it comes from skating with these people a lot. But um, oh, you yeah. just seem to have gone from that and you still have all of your stuff man just like the amount of generations and levels you have been through so it's it's really cool to see you like still um part of skating now and and contributing as a skater what do you use these days as motivation to push yourself to skate like you have so much to do you're running a shop you're running a skate park you're running the company um you got a family you got kids i'm sure like your days are completely full do you still have that motivation to push like in your own skating is like what what gives you that Man, I mean, just just the the love, man. To be honest, bro, I I don't feel complete unless I'm skating. Like I'm gonna skate in a little bit, you know. Like I just I even when I get hurt, I realize I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I play video games or I, I work on projects or even be a family man. And it's still, I love that, you know. But like skating is like I have to skate. So that just just skating alone keeps me motivated. So as soon as I see a ramp or a rail. Or any obstacle, I'm like, damn, I could do this. And I always, bro, I'm the type of person that likes pushing myself. I just want to be better than I was yesterday. So, like, if I did something, I don't give a fuck about, no offense to anyone, what anyone else is doing. I'm in my own little bubble, bro. I like doing, like, what I like doing. You feel me? Like, that's why I think I've been successful in my life because I never worried about nobody else. I just kind of judged me, and I've always been in competition with myself and kind of wanted to grow as a person and as a skater myself. I'm like, okay, if I did this, I could probably do this. Next time, I don't know. It's funny because I was watching interviews because I, I, I was like, let me, let me watch some interviews to see how, like, people answer questions and whatnot, right? Uh, and I saw an interview with Eric, and I remember him saying something. He said something. Uh, I saw it yesterday. Uh, he said, what did he say? He said, Yo, Frankie's hard to work with. <laughs> you know, he fucking, he, uh, you know, he, he tries to do a trick. And then you tell like, oh, do this trick. And he's like, nah, I already did that shit a long time ago. And it's true. I'm like, damn, I do do that shit. I never even realized I do that until I fucking heard him say that. I'm like, fuck, I do do that shit. Fuck. <laughs> but, but, but that's good, though. Because that's what I think keeps me relevant. You know what I mean? And I, like I said, I'm always just trying to fucking do better than I did yesterday. So, like, today I'm trying to learn a new trick even though i've been skating for fucking over 20 years you know <laughs> yeah you always yeah. gotta push yourself always got like we're all 
been in the game for you know decades it's like we all still pushing each other too at that's why we do this in the first place and i mean like if we were doing soul grinds on benches for 20 years we wouldn't still be doing this shit you know you always got to push yourself yep yep um i gotta ask them because i think uh, i get this a lot not only do i get this a lot from i see this in the chat but it's it's something that i get when i talk to like other skaters around like i'm talking to my friends in, in long beach um who are like from like inner cities and different things but mr yellow says when i was young um oh what do you say billy can you ask frankie about being the only black pro besides Richard. Okay, so Mr. Yellow, that's not true, by the way. Uh, There's there there were other black pros. Um, Mike Johnson, Montre, the list goes on and on and on. Jason Howard, Damon Franklin, all these people. But um it's I think I have heard from a lot of people that said, you know, like we grew up in New York, so like we were skating around with like a bunch of uh different groups like forever, like a bunch of different ethnicities, and that was always a mm-hmm. part of our reality. But I feel like in a lot of the country that's not the same situation. So I feel like when um when I talk to skaters who are like people of color or different ethnicities, they always say, oh, you know, it's really nice to see like the Be Unique ever or to see Frankie or to see Richard, to see other skaters that are like of my ethnicity that are participating in skating. Do you get that a lot? And did you did that have any impact on you when you were coming up? And what was it like to be one of, to reword his question, to be one of the few uh, black pros of the time? Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm black and Cuban, so I'm not fully mm-hmm. black. um but yeah my dad's black uh and it it, you know like there was more you know there was more black people people of color skating back then i think what happened is is that i was like one of the first ones to be the light shine shine on them i guess like like me and richard i guess but it, it i got it a lot bro surprisingly especially when i went to other like you know places like i went to europe and shit like that i was a fucking you know, they're like, what the fuck? What is this guy? You know, um, before anybody else starts skating in Europe, there was a color. Um, and then, um, I don't know, bro. It never, it never, I never felt like cool from it or bad from it. You know what I mean? I kind of was just like, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then now, you know, like you said, there's so many people, you know, different, you know, places and color that are skating right now. So now it's not even, it's not even rare anymore, you know? But yeah, yeah, I guess back then it was it was different, bro. It was different. A lot of things were different back then, though. Not just the color thing, you know. Like, I was like, I was a little fucking black chico from fucking Miami with gold teeth and fucking blonde hair. You know what I'm saying? I had like a big fro and blonde. So I was I was already like a little anime character. I looked different, you know, fucking for sure. I came from a different spot, and then anybody that comes and then nigga, we didn't have fucking. Uh, Instagram or none of that shit, you know? So, like, anytime somebody saw that, it was, like, a VHS, bro. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, that's how, I, that's how I got around, you know? And then you physically going to places. So, naturally, they couldn't see everybody that was kind of like me or anybody that I was influencing because I was me. And they're like, oh, I could do that shit, too. I'm sure that happened a lot, you know? A lot of people come up to me, I started skating because of you, bro. Like, I get a lot of people, like, especially from New York, which is mm-hmm. crazy because murder's from New York, you know? Like, it's a lot. Yep. <laughs> you know? Right? And they were like, bro, I started skating because you, bro. I ain't never seen no. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, when I was skating, murder, I, I remember I went, it was a little kid, murdered a little, mm, 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 little punch out <laughs> shit, bro. I never forget that shit. Shit had me dying. Because I remember <laughs> New York skaters were, y'all, y'all motherfuckers were different, bro. Like, we had our own little swag, but y'all, y'all definitely had your own shit for sure, you know? Like, your own, mm. the way you talk, the way body language. And I remember, like, 
just thinking, I'm like, damn, I love this shit, bro. Like, fucking, I could come from Miami, and I, and I can relate to these motherfuckers just because of blading. Like, that's it. And and I can still, because of the streets and where I came from, I know what the fuck they're talking about. And I know, like, everything, you know, as far as, like, you know, the humor and shit like that. And then, like, the whole skating connection, that shit was fucking fire, bro. That shit was sick. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, you know, I was just uh, I was just curious uh, in that because I think we get that question a lot. Like, you know, and I, I was skating with uh, the two easy guys out here and, and my buddy Vinny, who does like the shows over here, he was like, yeah, you know, I got to say, like, we connected to Be Unique and, and that crew and, and Frankie and Murden a lot because like th- there's like where we were at, those are like the first guys we saw that looked like us that were doing it. So I know that makes like a like a big impact um, for people like around the world, especially with skating in like, you know, different environments. Like I said, we grew up in New York, so we had like we, everyone was all around, like, and we had all different kinds of ethnicities and groups. But you know, in mm-hmm. different parts of the country, it's different things. And and like you said, you even had people in New York City that were like seeing Frankie for the first time, were like, "Whoa, that that speaks to me more," and and we're able to relate to it and, and get started because of skating uh, for that reason. So that must be really cool to see. Yeah, it's yeah, a, man. Yeah, we had Tony Woodland on the show too. He said something very similar to that too. He said, growing up, like he was skating and. When he saw the Be Unique videos, I guess like Frankie and Ramel and shit like that, like he showed his parents that and he was like, oh, wow, other people of color do skate like that's pretty cool. You know, like you, I don't know if you like fit in a little more or whatever, but yeah, I guess it's really relatable to other people, you know. Yeah, um, we're going to get into questions in a second. I know I know we were almost running out of time with you and we're keeping too much of your time. So oh, thank yeah, you for giving us the realize. time <laughs> that you have. But before we I get into questions. We're going to take a few questions from some of our Patreon people that left behind. And, and if we can get to some from the live chat, we're going to do that as well. But uh, I, I would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Aggressive Inline. Mm-hmm. The, you, have, uh-huh. you have your own video game character. Um, I don't know if you've been pressed or asked about it before. But anyone who played oh. Aggressive Inline from back in the day, uh, I, I feel like it was a given. Like their favorite character was always you yeah. because it had like always style. the most fun and unique style. Like the arms are <laughs> yeah. up on the soy out, just like in the window. And it's like, I don't know. Like I didn't even think about picking anyone else. No disrespect to like all the other people in, in the, in the game. But like, I feel like that was everyone's favorite character. So what, what was that like? What was that process? Like, how did that door open? And is that, I mean, that must be cool to still be able to have that. Yeah, bro. That's another shout out to my nigga Chris Edwards, bro. I'm telling you, uh, fucking was like my 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 uh, very godfather. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he uh, he, bro, he he was. Uh, I think it was yo. It was supposed to be called Chris Edwards Pro Skater, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. And something happened. Oh, I didn't between, know that. Yeah, between him and Acclaim or or his agent, I don't know what happened. Right, I can't really speak on it because I don't know too much. But I know it's supposed to be called Chris Edwards Pro Skater. He called me like, yo, you want to be in this game? You know, I just did a tour with them, so uh, it made sense. And I went to Woodward, and that's the first time we did, like, the little suit with the little balls and the motion capturing. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a dope experience, you know? Fucking got to do my little style thing and be a part of something dope. Um, Yo, check this out. Look, check this out. I don't know if it's going to lose... I don't know if you guys can see that. Am I pointing? Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I didn't know it was on Game Boy Advance. I thought it was just a PlayStation yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out for every system, bro, uh, which is fucking fire. That's <laughs> sick. Uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, so so it was fucking amazing, man. Shout out to uh, everybody who was involved in that, too, man. 
Shout out to Acclaim. Acclaim, let's get it. Sick. How was like the, the I mean, you said the process. You went to Woodward and they shot the thing with like the balls on you for like the style and shit like that. Did you have any like input on it at all? Like they were like, we're going to put the balls on you so that it's clear. It looks like you, the character. But were you like, nah, my trick got to look like this. It got to look like that. Like, was it any input like that? Or were they just doing their thing and you were just along for the ride? Uh, no, nah, man. I, if you look carefully, most of the the characters have my style. So they'll be like, uh, like the Mizus. I never did me Like the tricks that you normally don't see me do, that's not me. Uh, they, they capture the style. So they used a lot of my capturing, uh, uh, Ben and Chris for the verse stuff and the toe rolls and stuff that he likes doing. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, bro. Yeah, it was fucking fire, though, bro. It, it, you know, that you did it, and then you could see the little fucking... Like, yo, you want... <laughs> Chris, hold on. Hold on one sec. I got... I, got... <laughs> I mean, if Chris was part of this, too... It'd be yeah. cool to have him come yeah. in on this also, maybe. <clears throat> oh, you want, let me see. Let me take take my headphones off. Actually. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> what up, Chris? What's up, guys? What's going on, Chris? What up? I don't think it fit us all no, in here now. Not too much, man. Great to see you guys. Always a, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always how's it going? How was Tor with how was Tor with everything with gods? Man, it was incredible. I mean, it's uh, it was, it's definitely like a full circle. It's crazy. Yeah, that's so funny. We were talking about that before too, like a twenty-five year gap or something like that between tours, between a uh, detour and and the God Store. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I mean, it was definitely very reminiscent and just just awesome. You know, I, I'm I, I'm just so so thrilled to be back in the game with everybody and. You know, I mean, like uh, my my hard work uh, with the detour and its goal and its purpose of creating the next regime and and doing whatever we could to to spread the the gospel, for lack of better terms, but the gospel of rollerblading. You know, with diversity, we were handing out every manufacturer's uh, pamphlets, catalogs, products, as giveaways, and you know, and and. My goal was, you know, to to produce better than me. And Frankie Morales is like the the ultimate uh, success story of, of my hard work. Awesome. That is awesome. Well, Chris, uh, thank you for all the hard work you've done. And it's awesome to see you still being a part of the industry. And, you know, it was really cool and nostalgic to see you like driving the RV with the gods guys. And we're all looking forward to seeing what comes of that. And, and I know you're going to be around working with Frankie for years to come and uh, just looking forward to seeing everything that's going on. So uh, thanks for taking the time to say hello. And Chris, always much love, man. Hey, of course. All, all you, all you got to do is feed me some bang and I can drive you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get my boy no bang. <laughs> Love you guys. Later, Chris. Love you too, man. Um, all right, cool. I think you know we're 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 getting a little tight on time, so we should jump into some of these questions. Questions, uh, if that's okay with you, Frankie. Uh, we're gonna try to squeeze as many in as we can. I I know uh, we only got a little bit of time, but let's jump straight into those Patreon questions, Austin. If you have them lined up, yeah, we'll do like one or two Patreon questions, then we'll jump into the live ones. Like we say, each episode. We prioritize the super chat questions. If you are watching live, half our proceeds go to our guests. So Frankie gets half of the the super chats, and we're gonna prioritize those. So 
keep your questions going right now. We're going to do the Patreon ones real fast. Uh, first Patreon questions from Nathan Bentley, who says, the one video intro ender, the roof bank to 540. Is that a one and done trick or were there multiple attempts? If so, what are the process? What is the process for lacing such a high risk spot and trick? Good question. Wait, yeah, sick trick. Wait, which one? I'm sorry. In the one video, you 540 over the roof over Arlo where he's like standing. With Arlo. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. He said, was that, that first was try? Second try. Second try. He's like, what's the, what's the thought second process try. for the, such a high risk trick and spot? not thinking about the high risk <laughs> i definitely didn't think about falling i just thought about landing the goddamn thing i was like i know i can land this shit so i just, just thought about that every time bro you know how the brain is you think about you can hit a rail you do so grand so grand so grand and then you're like oh, how the hell do i not nut this rail and then you you nut the rail when you think hmm. about it. yeah exactly yeah it's um skating's all mental and uh there's all these like things your brain gets in your own way um yeah yeah, that's uh, a good question. That's a good question to ask, like how you do a question like that. But I, I was just thinking, man, it's so hard to differentiate. Frankie has so many yeah. kinds of tricks like that, mm -hmm. you know, like off Ooh. like huge platforms into like sketchy banks or like transitions, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were in that. Like that's like one of your strengths. Yeah, you were in that that little era where you were just like five forty or nine hundred from decks <laughs> into quarter pipes in every single contest, and it's like just just jumping in forward to that shit's scary as hell. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Uh, uh, we have a second Patreon question from HJJ All Day who asks, uh, What is your workout or exercise regimen outside of skating? I'm guessing 10,000 squats a day, but we'd love to know for real. <laughs> I guess because you have. Oh helps. man. Uh, right now, because of my whole knee, and I've been going through knee therapy. Uh, so I've been doing quite a lot of, uh, you know, just therapy. On my, so I do a lot of pistol squats. And, a lot of stretching before, uh, but before that, bro, I just did normal workouts. I just skate a lot, bro. I like just put on my skates and I, I put them on in the morning, and I don't take them off to like nine or ten. You know, that's like what it is. I just skate and jump, skate and jump, skate and jump. Like my feet don't even get blisters anymore. Like they just fucking <laughs> just skate. That's all. That's all I do. I really don't work out. I was just talking about that. To my uh, boy yesterday, he's like, "You eat like shit, Frank." I'm like, "Dude, bro, I eat a lot of McDonald's." And he's like, "Yeah, but you're surprisingly in like good ass shape. How the fuck?" I'm like, "Cause I just burn it, I just burn it." Yep. Like, no, it's, it's true. <laughs> I got I got a friend who's like this. Like he's like the same. He's like this like black belt Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy, and he eats McDonald's. And I'm like, "What are you doing? You're like a super athlete." And he's like, "Yeah, right. I just burn it off all the time. I just keep moving. You keep moving, you burn yeah. it." I'm like, "Wow, all right." That is true. You got to keep moving. Yeah. I always say that too to people also. Not that I'm like a health guru or like an older guy or anything like that, but like ride the bike, run, jog, skate as much as you yeah. can. Don't be sitting at a desk 40 hours a week and then expect to like bust ass at the skate park on the weekend. Like just stay moving. And that does so much for you that you don't even notice. And you're having fun doing yeah. it too. Just skate more. Like you want to skate anyway, just yeah. fucking skate more. Yeah. And then drink a lot of water, bro. My, my boy, Sandy, He's fucking. I I drink a lot of like carbonated drinks and Gatorade and shit like that. He's like, he's actually my business partner. Shout out to my nigga Sandy. Uh, he fucking water, water, apple, fucking banana. Shout out to my motherfucking wife too, man, Stephanie. She got my back, man. I want to, bro. I want to say some shit. Like I want to say something, but I feel stupid if I say it now because like I just worked on this other. I got a lot of things coming, right? So I wanna like say like, yo, you guys tap into this. But it'll kill the whole launch, right? 
Well, you well, know what? If you if you ever if you ever want to the thing that you're working on, if you want to come onto our show and announce, we can do a quick special. If you want, uh, we 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 could run it back and do it again. So you're always welcome on the show. No need to feel rushed now. You always uh you always have a a, a voice through us. Just hit us up. Um, but I don't want you to blow the the surprise either, especially if it's something you've been working on so hard. I like surprises, so I I I, I want you to uh, continue to build it up and it be the biggest thing it's supposed to be. You yeah, know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing, uh, FM Invitational 3, uh, October 22nd, we're going to announce that. So it'll actually be here, and you can see what I'm talking about, and I'll actually announce it in, in, in the web too, so other people that are not here, they can actually experience it too. But October 22nd, make sure you guys are here, because it's going to be a fucking movie, trust me. Sick, sick. I love that. Oh man. Okay. I've been. We already talked. I was supposed to get out to the last one. I'm coming out to this one, October 22nd. Make sure you get out there. And the first one, you get. I, 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 you always find the way. You'll have like huge high prize money. Like I, I just. It's awesome, man. You 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 don't do anything half-assed, man. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a great event. I'm definitely gonna try to make my way down there. I haven't been to Miami in years, so I'm gonna be there 100. But um. Let's, yeah, I can't, we, I can't we, wait to have you guys, bro. For real, man. I, I missed you on the last one, so it's going to be sick having yeah. you over here, Fish. Bro, I can't wait. I swear, last time I was in Miami, was I was with you when you lived in Pembroke Pines. Yeah. I, I haven't been to Miami in forever. Bro, I remember, yeah. I still talk about it to this day. You wanted to true porn gap uh, the airlines. It was like a kink. Airlines. <laughs> true porn yeah. gap? What do you mean true porn gap? Off a of kink? It was like, no, it was a gap to well, Oh. Got to rail, but it's a kink rail, right? But it's a it's a drop, right? So like, if you fuck, you, you, you die, you know, pretty much. This nigga's like, I want to chew. I'm like, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Back you know, in I the can day see stuff. you doing that too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the? For no reason. Like, you were just gonna do it for the glory. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Glory bladers, man. Soul skaters. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's keep it moving with the super chat questions right now. Uh, first one is from. Chris Crowder, who says, Frankie is the GOAT. Thank you so much for being an inspiration in my life since I was a kid. Really appreciate your contributions to Crowder Powder. Let's keep grinding and elevating the sport together. P.S. Chino Skate? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We working, man. That's all I got to say. Shout out to Chris, man. Chris has always been a supporter. He, co he comes out to every event. Uh, and yeah, my boy kills him in the drums too, man. So watch out for my boy. Ooh. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been seeing, I've been seeing Chris in the, uh, in a lot of your guys' stuff. It's there's like the long-standing joke between Chris Edwards and Chris Crowder, which Chris is which. Um, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know he was a drummer. I'm a drummer too, so I definitely got to link up with Chris, and we got to get a session going. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll be here for the FM, bro. Maybe you can bring some drums and shit. Have my boy play something. That'd be sick. I'm live oh, that'd be dope. That'd be real sick. Jam session. Um. Uh, let's get into some more of these super chats. Ray Mendez on a very generous super chat. Thank you yeah. very much, Ray Mendez. He says, Frankie is one of the best things to ever happen to our sport and culture. I agree. Thank you, Mr. Oh, Morales, for all that you've done and that you continue to do. I don't, not a question, uh, but it's a very nice thing to say. Very nice. Yeah, man. Very Thank you, Ray, bro. Thank you, Ray, bro. Bro, Ray's my brother, too, man. He fucking, 
he took me around, you know, New York and shit when I was a youngin and shit. I actually jumped. <laughs> I, you know, it sounds fucking stupid, but I jumped into my like disgusting. Actually, I jumped into like you know the trash, you know, the big trash you guys have it like on the side of the streets and shit. Yeah, he I said fucking, the trash you guys yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have, we don't have them in the floor. You put them in the yeah, fucking yeah. like New York. We we don't have garbage pails. We throw throw garbage bags on the street. Yeah, and it just sounds funny the way he said it. <laughs> yeah, not well. Yeah, no, I jumped into that shit though. I was just like, wee. Like it was something I, I remember doing that shit with him, going through Manhattan and shit, like skating, like nighttime with Ray going, to, bro, going to uh, uh, who was it, John Ortiz's house. Good memories, bro. Good, good memories. Shout out to my nigga Ray too, man. Thank you, Ray. Uh, hey, yeah. Ray. Thanks for the thanks for the donation too. Um, we just get into regular questions. That's as far as super chat questions. That's all we got so far. Uh, Billy, do you have any regular questions lined up? No, don't have any regular questions because um. We didn't ask because we had only a certain amount of time. I don't know if you have one or two more on the Patreon. We could ask that. And then I think we'll just do shout outs and, and let Frankie go because we were only supposed to have him for an hour. He agreed to stay for an hour 15, which we're at. Um, if we could hang on a little longer, that'd be great. But if not, that's fine. Um, uh, there's one more Patreon question I could get to. It was Okay, a, let's a, shoot that. It was a double question, so I figured I'd cut it short so we could do some of the Super Chats. But HJJ All Day also had another question who said uh, – what happened to the rollerblade data video? Why did it never get released? And what happened to the clip scene in the trailer? I have no idea what this is in reference to. Wait, what? Rollerblade data video? D-A-D-A, unless that's a typo for something. Well, you did it. It was like Black Data, someone you did a music video with? I did a video with Black Data, yeah, but that's... Is he saying like I rollerbladed in the video? Maybe. Uh, well, uh, I, did you was there anything skating related? I, I, I don't understand that question either like so, there's a music video for it there's a music video it's called yeah. I made it and that it's crazy I, I went through how many transitions as far as my name I used to be called Frankie Morales Frankie M's Frank yuck yuck em. now I'm Frankie mm-hmm. okay because of my music uh but uh yeah there's a song called I made it featuring black data and I do roll babe and I do like a couple grinds and shit like that I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but if you're trying to talk about that or you're talking about that, that's what it's called. I made it and it never got taken down. Okay. Sick. I had no yeah. idea what that was in reference to. I thought it was like an old Rollerblade video from when you skated for Rollerblade or something. I didn't, I didn't get that. Maybe, maybe it is. You know, I'm not sure. I got to say, though, I really like that. Like when, when you were doing the, the music videos and, and involving Rollerblading in it, because that's like – even when Dylan Cooper was doing that, I was like, man, that's like such a risk, like in, in the music industry, because like, you know, oh, yeah. it's almost like rollerblading is almost like this thing you can't touch or like, you know, I mean, it's like it's almost like because skateboarding is like you don't skateboard. No disrespect to skateboarding. Skateboarding is, uh, you know, a great uh, culture and they've done a, a fantastic job and they have great people in it as a part of it. But I feel like it's one of those things like people who don't skate can pick up a skateboard and kind of latch on to the clout of, of skateboarding right. and, kind of, and kind of get a lot of popularity from it. But in rollerblading, you could be like one of the best rollerbladers and, and incorporate it in your video and it could actually hurt the music sometimes or, or hurt your uh, chances of getting oh, yeah. out there. I know for Dylan Cooper, he was he was saying specifically that when he was uh, using his blading in his videos that like Echo was like kind of, he was like doing things with Echo and Echo was like kind of hating on it. And just because it looked, I think in like this, in in the bigger companies or the more trendy companies, it was like this thing that was kind of generally accepted as lame. But I think it, right. it's uh, really cool that you were able to 
you know, just have like, you know, have the have the huevos. I was trying to say the right word without saying mm-hmm. like the, a, a bad word. But I think you, you had the courage to kind of go out there and and do that. And uh, I think like with a lot of me, you did some really good work. Like I love the one you did with Erod in Long Beach where you're like skating and rapping in the skating while doing tricks. Oh, like, you're yeah. on, like imagine you're rap. I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. I thought that was like that, really cool. But that was a BT contest. That's funny. Yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was fucking dope. Yeah, man, I just, you know, fucking I'm trying to, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to do cool things. I, I never have a problem or shame representing rollerblading in any fucking form. I think rollerblading is fucking fire. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I do the coolest fucking sport in the world, to be honest with you. And fucking, it's funny, bro. Nowadays, I don't know if it's, you know, obviously I skate like I skate, but those fucking skates right there, because of these skates, I can go to any urban fucking place and I can do what I normally, normally do. But when I'm doing it with those motherfucking shits, they, they already see it automatic. And then they fucking, I swag it out and do my thing. They're like, yo, this shit is fucking raw as up. Like, how you do that? Da, da, da. So now, now, I think now if I was to do something like that where I, where I put rollerblading, it'll, it'll do really good. And, I, and you know how it is, man. Social media, is, they're not playing. You know, you get canceled for any of that bullshit nowadays. You can't call a motherfucker. Like, you can't even say the word, you know, uh, any word that I don't even want to say. Yeah, like, you, you don't yeah, even say it. I don't want you to get canceled. <laughs> don't say you know it. I, mean? like, I don't even, like, what's what I'm saying? Like, you got to just be careful what you say. So, like, nowadays you can't call anybody anything racist or, or, or anything, like, crazy where you may seem like that, bro, because you just seem mm-hmm. like a bully and you just seem small. Like, why would you even, why would you degrade somebody for what they do? And you know it's tight as fuck, but then you're calling them lame or you're calling them fruit booters, you're calling them whatever you want to call them. And and it's just it's just bad, bro. You look like an idiot now, and then you, know, you can't do that now. That's it. So now they can't even get away with trying to anybody trying to make you look lame and be like, oh, this guy's this this. Like, bro, you see what the hell the motherfucker's doing? He's flying in the air, and then he's spinning, and he's making that look fucking fire, and then he's jumping and he's grinding. Like hell no, nah, bro. This shit is fire. I don't care what you say, and if you say some weird shit, you sound like a hater. You're canceled. You know what I mean? So I think Straight now. Up. Yeah, I think now it's the time. If anybody wants to, like, do that, they can now. But, yeah, man, back then when I did it, uh, even Dylan, you know, shout out to Dylan. Like, you you, you know, you took a risk, bro, because it, it, it was frowned upon. You know, it, you know what it is. Yep, You've been dealing absolutely. with it for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 it's true. Like, uh, yeah, like that, that, that hate and stuff just doesn't go over like it used to. And that was like a thing that was going against blading for such a long time. But... You know, I think even we're getting to a point because I've always felt this way. Like, why are, like, why would other people's actions bother you so much? You have yeah, like so right. much to do in your in your own life. It's mm. like people are like worried so much about what the next person is doing. Like, I feel like that's yeah. even like becoming a thing. Like, worry about yourself. You know what I mean? Right. And like, and exactly. So I, I feel like, um, and that respect is starting to go around. So it's cool. Yeah. And I gotta say, as a culture, like you know, um. We're blessed to have so many people um, and I don't, you know, I don't want to give you an overwhelming amount because I can only take so much uh, praise in my life. But I just want to say like, uh, it's, it's huge that we have someone like you that's in our industry with such a positive attitude, still pushing forward, been around for years and out there to be blatantly honest, just making and blading look cool, like on blades, off blades. You great representative for our sport, man. So, um, we got to celebrate you for for as long as we have you, and I hope we have you for for forever, man. So, um, agreed, definitely we, agreed. 
We did get a couple of last. Of course, Frankie, of course, man. Like, I mean it. But um, got a couple of last minute super chats. Going to run through these real quick. Do some shout outs and we're going to let you go. Uh, Colin Martin says, great stories. Frankie, how can I spin like you? (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, spin. (laughs) Practice. (laughs) Yeah, practice, bro. Practice makes perfect, man. You just spin, bro. Like for me, that's funny you say that. I was just teaching uh, one of the homies how to spin. And I always tell him just, you know, wind up and lift up your knees as far as you can. Just keep, keep your knees up that way you can have just more air time if you don't want to go high and get hurt but yeah practice bro but practice makes perfect that's all it is or not even perfect but you'll get damn near so i'm sure you can spin um, colin why are you frying <laughs> yeah that's his name colin colin martin yeah. colin martin yeah oh yeah yeah he can spin <laughs> <laughs> um well We've kept you a little longer than we said we were going to keep you. I really appreciate you making the time to talk to us today. And I know everyone who's watching is going to appreciate it as well. Um, before before we let you go, do you have any uh, shout outs, uh, words of wisdom, last words, parting words in the community that you want to say before we let you go? Uh, I just want to say to all my bladers, roller bladers, whatever y'all want to call, call uh, yourself, fucking keep on skating, man, and uh, stay away from the hate. I know it can be crazy sometimes. There's a lot of social media where people are doing a lot of bullying, you know, a lot of crazy talk. Stay away from all that shit, bro. Just keep having fun and skate, man. I want to give a shout-out to my wife, Stephanie. You know, she's she's been helping me with with everything, you know, like everything I do. So, And she's been killing it on her skate. So shout-out, special shout-out to my wife, Stephanie, man. I love you. And a shout-out to my kids. Shout-out to my boy, Chris, my, my boy, uh, Robert, my boy, Sandy, Carlos. Everybody, man, shout out to you guys, man, for having me on the show. Uh, appreciate you guys for real. Shout out to Joe, Richard, Eric. You know, all my all my G's, man. Love you guys, man. Thank you for having me. I feel blessed, and hopefully, I can keep doing this for a long time. Dang. Hell yeah, Frankie. Um, I just want to say, and I'm sorry if I'm awesome. I know I'm chatting a lot here. Sorry Go about that. Go for it. But <laughs> but I just want to say, everyone, if uh, who's joined this. Uh, Please continue to watch what Frankie's doing. October 22nd, there's the Frankie Morales Invitational 3. Um, the first two have been a huge success. We're going to make this one bigger than ever. Um, so please check that out. And we're going to be staying tuned to seeing what you got coming up in the future, man. We're going to be yeah. following very closely to see what's coming next because we know you're always working on the next thing. So um, keep in touch with everything, and we look forward to seeing what you do. My boy, man. Thank you for having me, guys. Austin, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Much love. Hell yeah, Frankie. Thanks so much for coming on. Everybody, thank you for watching the show. Thanks again one more time to our sponsor, Blink. Check out the new Sean Keen Pro Model Skate, available worldwide in all sizes. So check it out. Frankie, you the man. Looking forward to see what you got going on. We'll catch you soon. Thank you, guys. Peace, everybody. Much love. Later.